0: Hey guys, it's the Shaman here from The Natural Lifestyles back again with part two of this video, which is all about how to help you make change using some inner game strategies, how to deal with inertia, how to look at what is it that can help you build the habits and the kinds of lifestyle changes that you want. Now, in the last video, I covered some really cool ideas about you know taking responsibility for yourself, getting grounded inside yourself, making sure that you are in connection with what is your overarching purpose, your big goal, and also looking at uh, what is it that can really uh, help you to be responsible so you can have more power to change yourself through visioning, through visualization, through those kinds of techniques, which are definitely more powerful than uh, people often give them credit for, and I highly recommend you guys get into. Uh, But today, I wanna talk about the powerful technique of being able to get in contact with your will. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is The Natural Lifestyles Podcast. What is your will? Well, we have multiple forms of will, actually. Uh, The common thing that we think about when we think about will is, is, uh, you know, willpower. And willpower has a short-term effect, if you will. So for example, if I say to myself, I'm not going to eat chocolate, or I'm going to do an extra uh, you know, workout today, even though I don't really want to, that's short-term willpower. You could say there's like mental willpower, and that will definitely get you somewhere, will push you, and you can do the, use that as a kind of a way to get things done, but it tends to burn out. It tends to uh, get used up, and then often what will happen is we have a kind of a rebound effect. So it's like, sure, I don't eat chocolate today, but then I eat a whole block of chocolate all at once all of a sudden, or I do a lot of workouts, and then I do nothing for a week afterwards or whatever. So So that can be like a a kind of a rebound effect that you need to be aware of when it comes to using mental will. The other form of will that I want to uh, talk to you guys about is the will that arises from within your being. It's the will of your identity. And this is a a, a different kind of will. It's the will of your, your core being, your I, your I am. And if you can really make a choice from that place of your I, your I am, then that's how you can really change your identity. This is the part inside you that all basically defines, uh, you know, who you are and who you're not in a different context of your life. Like, am I a smoker or a not smoker? Am am I uh, a guy that approaches or doesn't approach? Am I a guy that has choice and freedom in my ability to be able to, you know, go for what I want or I lock myself down? Now, this ability to operate from this level of will is a very, very powerful thing. Now the interesting thing about getting in contact with that will is also about creating positive reference experiences and getting in contact with this core being inside yourself that is able to allow you to generate will. Now when I say positive reference experiences or reference experiences what do I mean by that? Well basically how this works is that our mind is constantly receiving information and when we take that information in we have to place it into some context of meaning you know like we look at things and we have relationships to them based on the past and we literally have like billions and billions and billions of pieces of information that we've collected over our lifetimes that uh, have created maps of reality and how things work and feel and smell and taste and the whole thing. It's a very, uh, very powerful system of, of collecting data and mapping it, and then being able to use that to create perception in our relationship with the world around us. Now, these reference experiences are literally your operating system. It's the stuff that exists inside your neural pathways in your brain. It's the stuff that's it's wired through your nervous system, and it's what creates how you see yourself and how you think the world operates, how you feel, how you uh, notice, what you choose, what you don't choose, the whole thing. It's very, very powerful. Now, the interesting thing about understanding how to work with these reference experiences is as you start to update them, as you start to support them, to be in alignment with what it is that you really want, then you will start to be able to uh, create things more effectively. You'll have more ease. And also a big part of this process is to what we could call um, release the identification with reference experiences that are not useful. So what that means is to uncreate the things that we have created relationships with in the past that are not useful for us anymore. Now, what's that mean in practical terms? Well, that means if you've had a series of bad relationships that haven't been good for you, or you got beaten up, or people treated you badly, and you internalized those experiences, you identified with those experiences and you made them real, then what you actually did when you did that was you took your I, which, what is your I? Your I is the part of you that is the deep aspect of yourself that is able to choose and create relationships with the world. You took that I, And you attached it to that experience and you made a decision, you made a meaning, something like I got beaten up so therefore I should be scared or I'm not worthy or I'm weak or uh, the world is a dangerous place or I can't trust myself or I can't trust other people and these kinds of meanings then get attached to these references that I've been talking about and then If it has a lot of emotion attached to it, or if we've repeated it a few times, then that gets stored at the unconscious level. And our unconscious being this brilliant machine of being able to learn patterns and repeat them, just takes that on and starts to generate from that place consistently. So we really need to update that stuff. We need to release ourselves from those bad relationships of things. We need to uh, untrance ourselves. We need to get out of these negative meanings. Now, how can we do that? Some ways we can do that is we can just update information. So we can expose ourselves to new forms of information, we can read stuff, we can look at stuff, we can talk to people, we can work through things. And that's useful because it adds more references, it adds more information. But sometimes it's not enough to really break us free from these identifications. So, what else can we do? Well, we can use mindfulness, meditation, we can use those kinds of things to disidentify ourselves from those things. And when you can clearly see, for example, your eye and how it attaches to something, how you've created a relationship of meaning to something, like oh, I'm, I'm weak or I'm powerless or I can't do the thing I really want to do, when you can clearly see the reasons why that's happened and you can clearly ident- disidentify from that process, you can break the link, then all of a sudden, you don't have that problem anymore. You just don't care about that. And uh, it's often something the guys talk about, you know, no fucks given or, you know, not giving a fuck or whatever. It's it's a cool idea in the sense that what they're really talking about is they don't want to be identified with worrying about the world. They don't want to be identified with living in fear of the world. Now, when you free up, these identifications, then you free energy, you liberate energy. And what is that energy good for? Well it's good for everything. Uh, it makes you healthier, makes you happier and you could say that when you release energy, when you release identification, when you release the stuck information that has been you know, in place for a long period of time, it starts to go and create new things things that you would like to create now, you know, new versions of stuff, your updated version of reality. And this is one of the essences of being an effective creator. It's one of the essences of being somebody that's able to actually like create stuff, affect change with will. And uh, because you could say that stuff, that substance of, of free energy is the will, that's the true will. Cause, and when we attach it to something, then boom, we can start to create a relationship with that thing. So when I'm saying get in contact with the, the power of your will. What I'm saying is, look at what is it that you're really creating inside yourself. What is it that you're really choosing with this deep part of you? Because you can consciously say, I want to be successful or I want to be happy or I want to be these things. But your will and your unconscious can actually be taking you in a different direction. Now when that happens, you're in for a fight. You're in for a sort of a a sabotage and I'll tell you who's going to win. The unconscious is going to win because that's where the power really is. Now. When you realize that, then you can start to work with the unconscious to direct it more so the way that you want. Now you can use the techniques I've already talked about in the previous video of getting embodied and trusting yourself and working with your, uh, your responsibility because that is a good start. Another thing we can do to get in contact with will is we can re-identify with ourself as will. We can re-identify ourselves as the pure essence of being a creator. Now, how do we do that? Well, first of all, you recognize that you are not just a body. You have a body and your body is part of you, but you are not just a body. You are not just a mind. You have a mind, but the mind is part of you and you're not just a mind. You are not just your emotions. You have emotions, but you are not just your emotions and you have awareness. And you're not necessarily just your awareness either you're a conglomeration of all of these things working together now when you really become aware of that which is aware of that uh, the part of you that knows who is the knower that knows who is the eye that sees that's a very powerful question to ask yourself then you start to identify with the space identify with the creative essence within yourself and the power is that essence because that essence is the substance of uh, being able to identify with the world to create who we are and what we do. And this is also one of the biggest steps in self-inquiry and liberating yourself. So you'll find this a lot in uh, various mystical systems and, and being able to free yourself from the bondage, if you will, the, the, the binding to the false sense of self, the ego, you know, the pain body, whatever you want to call it, the things that, that people have created for themselves that bind them into loops and patterns of repetitive trance. Uh, When we break that stuff down, you get liberated, and then you can use your will as you will. Uh, And like I said in the previous video, make sure that when you do that, you're aligning your will with something that's for the highest good of yourself and others. And uh, you can align all this into one package, really, which is finding what does your heart really want. And that's a beautiful thing about being a human being is we tend to know what is true for us when we give ourselves the space to be able to do that, when we create some possibility for us to actually connect with the world and and understand it. So, you know, take some time to do that when you need to. Create some space to be able to ask yourself some questions and think about what you really want and then get in contact with that substance of will and then start to direct it effectively. One of the things that I cover a lot in my coaching calls and coaching work that I do with people is getting in contact with their essence and then helping them redirect that helping them re-initiate their relationship with that and starting to trust that on a consistent basis so that then they can move forward with this more real will, this true will, that's actually creating their identity behind them. That's allowing them to become all that they can be and more. And that's something that I find very exciting personally. So uh, that's the next step that I really wanted you guys to understand is the power of will and how you can use that to move forward effectively. The next piece that I also wanted to add in there after you've learned to get this uh, relationship with your will in order is to then start to set up a kind of an action plan and action plans are interesting because we can get so caught up in action plans we can kind of lose our way so you don't want to be so lost in your action plan that it doesn't allow for freedom it doesn't allow for creativity but at the same time you don't want to be so free that you're not really clear with what your plan is so have a plan of what it is that you would like to create in a specific kind of way from your will. So what's it, what's it going to look like? What's it going to sound like? What's it going to feel like when you have what you want and then looking back from that place to now, what steps have you taken to get there? And that can start to help you to create more of an understanding of a plan of what you can do. Now, there is a very amazing thing that can happen, which is if you effectively install what you really want as a desire, as your will into your unconscious mind, then it will, tend to find its way into your life without you doing very much now this is kind of the the real essence of being able to do magic which is being able to influence your reality by communicating with your unconscious mind and communicating with you know the, the parts of you that are connected with other things now when you really want what you want and it's true for you and it's connected to your heart and you're able to put it into your unconscious mind with will then right people are going to show up at the right time. You're going to find that situations tend to unfold or that sometimes weird things can happen. You might have a bunch of things kind of collapse, which open up another bunch of things that that you really needed to have happen to get you where you needed to be. And uh, a part of the process is realizing that sometimes you can't control what's going to happen. There's no guarantees on how it's going to unfold or what exactly is going to happen, but you have to trust in that process. Trust in you know, the fact that you're going to get to your goal even though you're not exactly sure how that's going to show up your job is to get in contact with the why and to feel good about it and to keep trusting and feeling into that that uh, grand plan the overarching vision the end goal and all the good things are going to come from that and then allow the path to unfold as you keep moving towards that with the kind of an adaptive capacity and ability to be able to uh, just work with what shows up Uh, And I think that is one of the biggest skills that we have as human beings as well, is adaptability. No other species really have the capacity to have such a high level of adaptability to learning, you know, culture, people, language, all these beautiful things. So that kind of adaptability will then start to come to the surface. And even though it's I'm kind of jumping around a lot with different concepts and it sounds like it's a, uh, it's a bit all over the place. It's actually all very unified because all of these things work together as one powerful mechanism, which is your power to change. It's your power to be able to create what it is that you would love to create inside yourself and having influence in the world around you in an effective way. Now, recognizing that plan is a, is a really cool thing. And, and starting to recognize that having a, a desire to be consistent with change because it's one of the biggest things that I've dealt with inside myself and I see a lot in people around me is that it's all well and good to have visions and ideas it's all well and good to read stuff and understand stuff but if you don't have the discipline to implement you don't have the capacity to consistently do stuff then you'll tend to find that things don't follow through effectively and you'll tend to find that you get frustrated because you just end up with a bunch of stuff that kind of half created like mutant babies you know so you want to make sure that you complete that stuff so that you don't end up feeling frustrated with the kind of process. Now, uh, the the, the next piece that I wanted to quickly uh, cover as well in this one is that you've got to make space for good stuff to come into your life as well. Now, I sort of mentioned that earlier as in like we create space by releasing our attachment to things. We create space by uh, disidentifying from certain trances and allowing things to happen. That is a form of space. Another form of space which is practical is physical space. So create physical space chuck out shit you don't need anymore, clean out clothes you don't want, create some physical space that allows you to minimize your resistance in the world by having to deal with so much stuff all the time. Uh, So that can mean minimizing uh, your attachment to physical things, minimizing your attachment to trying to negotiate so much information. And this is very practical when it comes to dating and relating to women because what a lot of guys do is they get caught up in their heads, trying to manage way too many things all the time trying to like have all this information in this perfect little bundle in their head and it stops them from being able to relate to the world and just be relaxed in the world as it is. So that's not going to be useful. So you need to be able to make some space for you to relax and for you to allow the good stuff to really start to flow into your life. And I hope you appreciate what I've come up with here. Uh, There's plenty more good stuff. I'm very interested to hear. What do you guys want to hear about when it comes to inner game topics? Uh, And if you ask me good quality questions, I'll do my best to give you good quality answers. May you go well and be blessed in your journey of awesomeness. All right, peace out, gents. Thanks so much for listening to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The Natural Natural TV. TV. See you on the next episode.